When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Well, well, well. Isn't that nice? You know, between those morons fighting about retro game prices on the on, on the uh, YouTube, and then not to mention, like, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, being racist, in addition to the same old problems about dating woes and how to please anybody in this whole damn universe. It's amazing to see how outlandish things have become, you know? And, and, and I'm just loving how, like, it seems like the divide is getting deeper all the time. Oh, what a time to be alive. But you know what, though? You still gotta go to work in the morning. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio! Hey, how's it going, J360 Legion? What is happening? This is J-Man, of course, and welcome back to the J-Man Show for episode 290, baby! <laughs> We're only nine episodes away from hitting, hitting that sweet, sweet, sweet 300 spot, boy. I'm excited about that, you know what I'm saying? This show has been around for seven years going on, and, like, finally hitting 300 episodes. I'm very excited about that. And you know, as per usual, I gotta continue on with the quest of trying to make it in this otherwise crazy-ass society of ours. And and you know, we just had a Jams episode happen last night, which was pretty awesome. And indeed, like, um, 64 episodes of that, that's gonna be hitting 100 soon. I'm just really happy about all of this. And some accolades, and I think people are finally getting to know that that show is there to stay, too, just like this one. Oh, and speaking of which... I won't delay the fact that, yeah, it's been a while, right? It's been a while, and so much has happened. You could think of this as a Loose Ends episode if you want to, but while we're on the subject here, it might not be. A lot has happened, guys. Especially with moving 289 episodes over on YouTube. So, yes, the J-Man Show is on J360 TV, but if you're going to hear it in its raw and untamed form... (laughs) You might want to come to the main radio station. There's a reason to still come to J360 Radio, so don't get it twisted, all right? But things are going to be pretty interesting as, like, the evolution and growth of things, which is why I had to take off for those weeks. And in doing so, I did not have an annual Valentine's Day episode for you. I'm very disappointed about that. But I actually took the time to take all of the Valentine's episodes I made, put them in a little playlist for you all so that you could listen to them during that whole thing, because... You know, no matter how far we go into the future, our minds and everything are always stuck either in the present or the past. And you know, well, it can't help with the present, but the present has a lot of past dialogues and ideologues floating around it. 
and you know, in doing so, some of that stuff is misinformed, and quite a lot of it is dangerous to be reciting off the bat. Like how some people are actually still complaining about how they can't find somebody. I'm sitting here thinking this. Are you actually trying? Are you actually putting in the efforts to go do that? And, and what I'm saying is, and this goes for anybody, there, there's no no gender code here and any of that stuff. I'm just saying, like, are you actively doing the stuff? And if you are, cool. If you're not and you're just complaining about a, beating a dead horse, shut the fuck. Sorry. Shut up, will you? <laughs> it's a little too early for that. But yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, shut up, will you? If you're not putting in the efforts and the time and getting rejected, you're not doing the job. See, finding somebody is kind of like going for job prospects, if you will, you know? But it used to be a lot more fun. It used to be like, guess what? You could have communications. You could have that talk. But you see, nowadays people are not following up and trying. Now, when it comes to the natural things on this, you know, the natural things that we as humans do, people for some reason have to go and try to make it a punchline. Like, you can't even go to the gym and work out and try to improve yourself without some ass clown over there trying to film you or some girl trying to go ahead and make fun of you while filming you and saying, like, oh, he's looking at me and all that stuff. And it's like going for clout. You understand what I'm saying? Look, you're not that damn important. But if I was in the situation, yeah, I would call you out and I'd film you too. Because you don't make no damn sense either. It's like, I'm over here in public, minding my own damn business. You're the one that's coming in my direction. You know what I mean? I don't know why people don't understand what responsibility is. You know, like, if I am talking to my crush or whatever, or if I am talking to um, a lady that I'm attracted to, that's my damn business. I'm allowed to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing against the law that says that you're unattainable and that nobody should be able to talk to you and all that kind of stuff. You know, that that's the difference between private vicinity and public vicinity. When you're in the public, baby, guess who you're going to be engaging with? You're going to be engaging with all walks of life. That includes people you don't like. And, you know, yeah, people do a lot of strange stuff. I get that. People, you know, may make you feel uncomfortable. I get that. But then again, you're an introvert, right? So if you're an introvert, all things revolve around you. And if you're uncomfortable, oh, that's just the way you feel. Let me just tell you this, all right? Cut the effing shit. It's not all about you, all right? Like, when somebody's out here trying to do things and trying to live their life, they're probably on, like, a whole different mindset than you are. Or if they find that you're cute, you know, and they, they shoot their shot. I mean, why would you want to make fun of them because of that? Just go ahead and say, like, you know, you're with somebody or whatever. And usually the ones that understand that get the hint. Now, if you got that one person that'll latch on to you like the Venom symbiote, I guess you in trouble. So, you know, in that little regard, yeah, you might want to get away. You might want to go call for help, things like that. But it's really not that hard. It's just communication at best. Like when some people have said, oh yeah, I've listened to Jamie's show, but I understand what you were saying. And it's like, well, in order to really understand what I'm saying, you will have to backtrack on what you said about listening to the J-Man show because you didn't listen to a damn thing. Clean your ears out, will you? Get to the point where the wax is hardened and crack the plane so that you can actually get some audio feedback, will you? It's not hard to listen to. You just need to be open-minded enough to actually be receptive to things. And quite a lot of y'all are just, well, what is, what is the whole thing? Emotionally emotionally cut off or something like that? No, let's just say functionally stupid. There you go. Because, you see, after a while, it's like 
all of these reasons and all of these meanings, because we all have them, don't we? We all have excuses. We all have reasons why we don't do things. Now, whether they're valid or or not, that's that's debatable, right? Because you see, you got to really dig deep on something. If you want to see how now, from J Man's perspective, if you really want to see how a person really is and how a person um, actually sees things and stuff, make them mad. Really, make make them mad. Make them to the point where you can see all of the id come out. Because as soon as you see that stuff, you already know that this person has a problem. I see it on jams all the time. Like where like some people will go to jams when they're not on the show, but then quite a lot of them don't because apparently that show doesn't exist unless they're on the playlist. I, I, I know it all the time. Like I'm not going to go at anybody in the new jam fam school because you guys have been good. You've been supportive of the show, but I'm talking about... Way, way, way back when. And I'm talking about this is how we as humans do. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not on the program, so I don't have to be there. I'm not on the program, so I don't have to support it. Much like Sega and the Game Gear, you don't know how the hell this works, right? In order for things to really function and for things to actually flow, you have to be behind it. You got to support it somehow. I play your tracks. I'm over there for three hours on a Friday night playing great music buying you. But there should be a lot more respect about this. And the way people go about these things and, and, and like, oh, well, if I'm not on the program. Blah, blah, blah. You can help me out by sharing the show. You can help me out by liking the show. You know, like, I don't know what some people's problems with Spreaker is, but let me just tell you this. I remember a long time ago, somebody was like, oh, where's if you been YouTube and Twitch? This is how I know you're not a filmmaker. This is how I know that you are not about distribution as much as you think you are because YouTube and Twitch are trash. They've been trashed for a very long time, either by those who run it or by the content ID that is there or, or one way or another to just ruin people's. I, I never thought in this day and age, which was another subject for this episode, where we're a part of sites that say they want to promote creativity, but at the same time work against the creator. This is why Instagram isn't much fun anymore. This is why, like, TikTok's getting banned because of, you know, China influence, but you kind of knew all that stuff anyway, right? But like I said before, like, a lot of these things, the algorithms alone, you got to go that extra mile to hook people in when at the same time they talk about, ooh, free speech is important. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit, too. That's, hold on to that because it's important for later. Deep down the inside, it's really, really ridiculous at this point. You gotta go through all these extra gimmicks, you gotta go through all these extra things just to hook people in. I figure my voice and the way I carry things and do the show is enough, but you know, oh yeah, I gotta remind you of how websites work. I gotta remind you of how relevancy works and all. It, it, it's, it's so stupid. It's tiresome. It's to the point where it's like, guess what? I've been on Spreaker for a long time, and I knew why. Because as soon as I uploaded those J-Man episodes, and I started seeing, like, Content ID trying to ban my show based off of just anything, to monetize my show based off of just anything, or even better, like, when I do a special during Jammiversary, because it's universe-wide at that point, it, it's a whole month of jams, baby. I had a few J-Man episodes that celebrated jams and took some of the workload off. And when I uploaded them to YouTube, YouTube kept coming up with, oh, we can't play this because of blah, 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 copyright influence. Or we couldn't play this because, you know, somebody said that this is banned over here, so the whole video is banned and all that stuff. And I was like, no, 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 not on my watch. 
See, because as a producer and a businessman, I will fight for those in my charge, and I will damn sure fight for my product. And when all that stuff was in trouble, all bets are off. So I pretty much had to fight YouTube. So as I was fighting with YouTube and managed to get the clearance because I filed a lot of disputes, which I will happily do, I noticed that there are people out there who make folks kind of copyright claims that have nothing to do with the charges of music. And I'm like, oh my god. So I kept filing them and they know they couldn't keep up. So that's why they couldn't keep up. I ended up getting all the episodes unblocked and now they're available for viewing. But I had to go to Extra Mile. You understand what I'm saying? Now, even for those that are not in the Jam Fam anymore and those that I've caught and booted out or those that disagreed with me on a lot of things, and you're allowed to disagree with me, just don't be uh, disrespectful about it. Because here's the thing. Even though they're not here anymore... They got to respect what I've done. I've done quite a lot for many different musicians and variations of all three seasons of J360 Jams, just to be honest with you. You understand? A long time ago, we all used to be associates. I don't want to really say, like, some of y'all I'm friends with, but then there were quite a lot of people that were just associates just passing through. And I was like, you know what? If you're not going to put in the efforts for yourself, I'm not going to put in the efforts for you. You know, because it's like this. The Jams partnership is a business partnership. And at the end of the day, you are representing you, and I'm helping you out to get you out here to the masses. I'm not going to do any of that Gamergate crap where it's like, oh no, we're going to blame the artist for everything that they did wrong. The only thing i got to say about artists is it's just really label your tracks right. Because there are some times where the person that did the finalizing for your track ends up becoming the track name instead of your name. So I just want to let you know about that. <laughs> But it's like this. Usually I'm pretty good with the artists until they start asking for outlandish demands or they start trying to manipulate. And if there's one thing that we as people can do, we love to try to manipulate each other, don't we? I've been in this business for a long time, guys. A long time. Don't even think about trying to manipulate me because I will turn this into a Looney Tunes cartoon quick. You understand what I'm saying? It don't make sense. Which is like, you know, why like I have disagreements with a lot of people anyway. But what I'm saying is, is that there are people that go that extra mile and it's like, you really shouldn't. I'm not a novice. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like there are people out there that think, oh, I got to be in good with my friends. I got to be in good with my friends. You should respect me for looking you in the eye or looking you on the screen or whatever and saying, that's a very bogus idea. And we're not going to run through with it. Or in traditional J-Man terms, why the hell would you even think that would work? That's stupid. No, it's not going to happen. See what I'm saying? Or you submit me one track and I'm like, where's your second track at? Standards, baby. Standards. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people, like I said, people on other shows, they can do whatever they want with you. They can go ahead and they can lick your back behind and blow your back out if need be. But J-Man ain't doing it. No, 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 no. There's a way of doing things here. It's all about decorum, and it's all about how you carry yourself. I mean, it's just like that one interview that went down the tubes, too, because, like, um, this girl thought I was hitting on her when I wasn't. I was talking about, like, the beginning of working with her and stuff like that. And once again, if you're a single person and stuff like that, and if somebody's feeling a certain way about you, hear them out, will you? The thing about it is, it's like, yeah, I might have had a crush on you at that time, but I don't have a crush on you now. And also, I know I do business with you. So, that's how that usually goes. But, you know, there are people I have eyes on. And then there are people, like, you know, once again, I carry myself in a way where I respect the nature of it. 
You see what I'm saying? Now I might joke and I might be like, hey, you know, you, you was looking pretty good in that two-piece. See, the thing about it is, I'm not going to go ahead and hold myself back on something I find attractive. Or someone I find attractive. Put it that way. See what I'm saying? Because you know you got to be very, very good about your context there. But it's, it's, it's very true. You see? That's why you got mumble mouth motherfuckers running around nowadays that go, I wish I talked to her. I don't do that crap. I don't do that crap. I will give you a shot. If I really, really think you're attractive and all that stuff, yeah, I will. I have no problems with it. And a lot of times I've noticed that when women freak out about this stuff, I always say, gee, what happened? Everything go well? You know? (laughs) There are times where I do it because... I'm going to say this. Most of the women I know, they don't start tripping until I say I like them. You know what I mean? Or I even give the hint about that. And I'm like, I don't know what the problem is. I'm not a mutant. I'm a grown man, and I'm pretty much human as far as I know. Oh, I get it. You want one of those guys out there that I'll apologize for being a man. Yeah, that ain't going to happen with me. (laughs) It ain't going to happen with me. I've been through too much, and I live through various lifestyles and stuff. I'm never going to apologize for being me. I'm sorry, but I'm not. See what I'm saying? And that's the that's the joke behind that. That's the little irony for you right there. I'm sorry, but I'm not. Y'all do that whole thing, sorry, but not sorry, right? There, it's back on you now. So if you're single, and if, like, I'm single, and, you know, things is going good, hey, why not try to make a relationship out of it? Let's talk, let's have a good time. And you see, there are moments where people are looking at me like, uh... Man, you you were so bold about it. <laughs> yeah, you should get some. I mean, for real. Like, like at the end of the day, I'm not gonna apologize for it. I will go and I will speak to whomever. Now, I got somebody I have my eye on, and once she gets the idea of like, you know, hey, he ain't kidding around, then we can finally get that going right. Because, like I said, this year I'm gonna get everything. Like I said. Tenfold, J360 Productions is going to be going good, which it is. Uh, my health and well-being is getting better, and it is. And, um, you know, get a new girlfriend and companionship, which I am. That's what I'm working on. I'm going ahead and working for everything that I said I was going to do. And then not to mention, you know, bouncing to, you know, a home that I've never gone to yet. Because I already still am going for Cali. So, I'm doing all that stuff. But like anything else, those are goals I'm sharing with you guys, because, yeah, I don't mind doing that, but that being said, though, you see, like, I make efforts for these things, that's what I'm talking about, putting the effort for these things, a lot of y'all are still sitting there wondering about your New Year's resolution, yeah, it's March, baby, let it go, okay, go for your goal, the hell with a resolution, just go for your goal, a resolution is gold, though, Jay, shut up, damn it, you know what I mean, You know, it's just better that way if you look at it as more of a goal than a resolution. You know? And the thing is, is that, like, Valentine's Day. Hard holiday, right? Just about as hard as Christmas and New Year's, right? If you look at these holidays as just like, hey, these are just things that we go through. That's a good way to look at it. Don't look at it like a deadline for things. Don't look at your age as like, this should be the breaking point. We don't live in the day and age of Logan's Run. Just think this, that every time that, you know, something didn't go right, well, you have an opportunity coming along that can make it better. You have an opportunity coming along where you can make the change and be the miracle and all, whatever sort of uh, Facebook uh, quotation you run with these days. But, you see, people don't realize that. 
This society does not want you to be bold. This society does not want you to be outgoing. This society damn sure doesn't want you to be confident about anything. This isn't anything to inspire about body positivity or anything, so don't even try that far. But if you must, whatever. But what I'm saying is, is that like there's a too much going on in a disconnect, misinformation everywhere, and you know you get skeptical about things. You don't want to believe in stuff. I totally get it. But you see, also people are happy to believe when things are racist and when things are really, really messed up, though, right? People are happy to believe like all the evils of Joe Biden, and then at the same time, go ahead and give Trump a clean slate. Or like, you know, people are so happy to go ahead and make a gay joke out of everything. Friggin' Marco! <laughs> yeah, that's one for him. But anyway, like I said. No disrespect to him, though. Like I said. There's too much crap going on in the world. And sometimes, like, when I talk about it in a serious or ironic take, which I usually do on the J-Man show, you gotta think that this stuff is not necessarily getting better if anything is making the 21st century a real waste of time like people complain about the music scene people say synthwave is dead or people complain about the movies such as like how the marvel movies aren't hitting anymore and all that kind of stuff well that's what happens when you put all your eggs in one basket i think movies much like music should be variety I think there should be a spice of life in everything. I think, like, you know, you can have one school of thought on how you start it, but you can go into a whole different direction and make new stuff any way you want to. There should be no limit to that. Kind of like how algorithms have a problem with me because I'm all about variety, you know? And even then, those varieties pack a punch. It's just like anything else is just dumb with the way things are going, you know? Or, like, say, like, if you don't really want to deal with people such as... um you know, bad creators and all that stuff, why are you elevating them? Why are you making videos about them? It's kind of like when I spoke earlier about retro gaming at one time was fun, but it's not really fun anymore. And I said that on jams too because of scalpers and because of people that know that they can make a, a very wide profit margin off of people's nostalgia. And the truth is, is that that's just the way the market is and just how, you, you know, people do supply and demand. Because I saw this cool video where this guy was ripping into this dude who was allegedly a game collector, but the guy was really a reseller. And he, like, took all of... He bought, like, all this stuff for three fifty, which most of the stuff in there was worth a pun more and more. It was, like, a total of, what, 1600 I want to say? But the thing about it is, is that he was really ripping into the dude because the dude was a rip-off artist. And the truth is, is that, like, that's why retro gaming isn't much fun. But a lot of this stuff is really dealing with the DK Oldie saga, which um, these guys will have high price markups for things, too. I look at that stuff, and I'm like, you know, much like a Target or a Walmart, if I'm not having a good experience here, I just won't shop there. To hell with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, forget it. Why, why do I need to be here? I'll just take my hard-earned money, save it up, or refinance and reinvest in my company. Whatever. You know? It used to be like that. You have choices. In addition to variety, you have choices. You know? I can't knock you for using your choice. It's kind of like if somebody doesn't want to date you and doesn't want to talk. It's their choice. Move on. You know? Hold up. Walk away. Don't try to force your, you know, any more influence to say like, yeah, I will always be there for you. No other man will ever step up. Well, you ever read that stuff on Reddit and you just think, wow, if there's one thing that we as humans don't run out on, we do not run out on cringe sentiment. Because it, well, actually, it's not even sentiment. It's cringe. That's, that's really what that is. And it's not the good cringe, too. Good cringe is there, but 
it's just so stupid. I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, this is where that stuff becomes a punchline. It's not real. Because people will go above and beyond to make themselves seem like a big deal. There's ways of making yourself a big deal without being so grandiose in that. Alright? Because you're talking about absolutes and you're talking about stuff that you know nothing about. That's like trying to add what a null set. You know? So it's just really, really insane what some people do. Just to try to save face. The best way to save face is just don't shop there. Just don't go over there. Just don't elevate. Just don't... You know, like there are some people like on YouTube that you know are trash and they know they're trash. But the thing is, heaven forbid anybody say something about them being trash. The best thing you can do is just don't watch their stuff. You know? That's how you do that. Just like my ex-girlfriend. I don't watch any of her crap anymore. I, I don't really care. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just it, it, the answer is right there in front of you. You don't have to make videos. You don't have to do exposés and all that kind of stuff because hey, you're a hero until somebody does exposé on you. And then even then, unlike your exposé, that exposé was done with accurate information, which still does exist. Or like you know, modern journalism is a culprit for a lot of this stuff too. Because hey, you know, if it bleeds, it reads, right? You know, if there's dicks, get some clicks. Or no, that's only fans. But you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just sad, man. And even now, with like um, I said about Scott Adams, like of all people, this guy is supposed to be one of the smartest men on the planet, right? He's in that whole little Mensa circle jerk, right? Which, by the way, if you got to run around and talk about how great your IQ is, or if you go to, like, an extraordinary school and stuff like that, but you still say outlandish, ridiculous things such as, like, white people should stay away from black people. White people haven't stayed away from black people for 400 years, fool, and counting. If anything, they love us. They just, you know, one way or another. It's like, hey, I'll see you on the weekend, motherfucker. <laughs> things like that. Don't, don't get it twisted. What with cultural appropriation, there wouldn't be too much good going on without black people being around or like Latinos and Asians and all that kind of stuff. Think about it. All of us minority groups and stuff, white folks just want to be us half the damn time. Think about it. You know? The the answers are all right there in front of you. But at the same damn time, though, you don't even have to resort to race on everything. But people do. Because they say representation matters. Well, you look like a jackass. There you go. How you like me now when I say that? See, and, and the thing about it is, it's like it's hard being black too because people in your own damn community, in your own race, don't even like you. It happens, but nobody want to talk about that. Or like if you ain't making a certain six-figure income, you know, the women don't respect you and try to talk trash on you and stuff. That's why, like, you know, looking back on it, for some of the bad dates that I had, the time where I made somebody pay for my ice cream, even though, like, you know, I could have done it. Or the time, like, you know, I got up and left. Like, as soon as as soon as soon I saw that she went to the bathroom, I got up and left because there was no point. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, there are times where it's like, sometimes those bad attitudes are justified. I mean, like, I felt bad about it, but don't get me wrong. Nah, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm not going to lie because it wasn't a good date. And if you were there, you would know. But it's like, I, I can't stand entitled people sometimes. You know? There might be some justified entitlement, like you own the building. 
There might be some justified um, entitlements, such as, like, you put on the event. And then there are entitlements that don't matter. Oh, I want an Oscar at an event that J-Man didn't go to. I don't care if you want an Oscar. I don't care if you want a Tony. I don't care if you want a Grammy. I don't care if you won a Humanitarian of the Year award. I could give a damn. Come correctly, will you? You know? Like, that stuff, at the end of the day, is just based off of uh, campaigns and more and more cash flow so that that person could win. It's the biggest ego stroke and a lie that you've ever seen. Like, if they ever think about art and stuff like that, then how come, you know, like, certain categories in the academies should be made, too? Or they got rid of them to make room for, hey, a posh award that nobody in their right mind should win. Think about it sometime. It's just a show. You see what I'm saying? Lies are lies, man. That's the way I see it. And that's sometimes that's just the way, like, if you pay attention, you know, you really get disillusioned about things the more you see how fake and propped up stuff are. You understand what I'm saying? And, like, deep down, I can't live in a world like that. But I do, though! Oh, it sucks! <laughs> you know? But, yeah... Yeah, when it comes right down to that. So don't don't before you go ahead and you throw around your entitlements like this, just remember I'm right there willing to pop a hole in each and every single balloon unless you have a justifiable reason. Uh another thing is though, uh regarding like did we dive into that whole thing about Scott Adams being racist? Yeah, mm-hmm. Dilbert has been good for years, so I'm willing to let that go. But another thing is it's like of all things, why are you going about this stuff now? You know, unless you've been feeling this way for a while and the way he went on that rant with Hotep Jesus, you know, he's been feeling that way for a while. It ain't no different than like J.K. Rowling losing her mind well, with um, her whole thing about trans people. And it's like, yeah, but you, you made a universe of magical things. But then again, she's been saying some outlandish stuff for a while. That woman going through it. That woman is going through it. But still, at the same time, you expect her not to make royalty money off of the universe she created, right? That's just as bad as, like, Star Wars fans thinking that they could do a whole better story than George Lucas. The man laid the framework for all of that. You gotta put some respect on his name. I'm sorry, but you do. Alright? And and before you say, like, how people wrote Star Wars novels like Timothy Zahn, who is a god, by the way. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta realize this. George Lucas still laid the framework, and that's still a continuation of the story he made. So, like, once again, you gotta give credit where credit is due, but creators go wild, and I totally get it. Like, with the way that you get unappreciated, or the way, like, you know, you were seen as a hero at some point, and then all of a sudden you lived long enough to become the villain. Isn't it amazing how a lot of us quote Dark Knight all the time? And then at the end of the day, you just wish it would stop because. Life is not a damn comic book, unless it is. I don't. I don't know. But like at the end of the day, I think about this a lot, and I always say like you know a lot of us can say hey guess what we just won't support that comic anymore or hey we just won't support like these creators anymore. That's fine. But those that actually do read that stuff or those that actually live the life of Dilbert and all that stuff, it was an escape because it was a moment for like ways you could say things without necessarily worrying about getting fired. Of course, that changed too because people started getting fired over posting, uh, posting uh, comic strips and stuff like that too. At one point, it's it's so damn weird in the corporate world. 
But, you know, not to say that high school tactics aren't always all the rage nowadays anyway. I mean, like, the stuff never left. That stuff was always in work, and now it's in almost everything because of social media. Social media is a problem in itself because any anybody can write misinformation and people will run with it. That stuff will spread like wildfire before, like, any informative facts will go through. And it's sad. It really is. So, you know, that's kind of the battle that you're up against. And, like, with disillusionment and all that kind of stuff, I was going through that for those past three weeks as I was going ahead and building J360 TV up. Because while I was away from doing the J-Man show, I was seeing, like, a lot of stuff come through the airwaves in addition coming through, like, news feeds and all that didn't make any sense. And, like, what I said about movies, movies should have variety. Movies should be about, like... You know, whether the hero or the heroine in the story is actually trying to make a change in their life and they have to go through some crazy circumstances to do so. Similar to, like, what we do. But at the same time, it's like this. People are all going for, like, oh, they need to be gay or they need to be this or they need to be... No, they don't. They need to get from point A to point B and then they need to go ahead and get to point C and become better people or fail doing so, which makes the story great. Who cares who they go to bed with and all that stuff? Who gives it? Who in the hell is sitting in the back winning awards and achievements for this? You think about it. Who wants this? It's not going to solve any of the problems of the day. I say this a lot. This is why like, I'm not friends with certain people, I guess. Because like, at the end of the day, you got to have another voice of this stuff. Otherwise, it's just a giant echo chamber. You know? It doesn't make any sense why we are where we are. And it's like you're checking boxes off for the wrong damn things. They got the money to make great movies, but they choose not to. Or they got money to do all these other things, but they're not going to because they know you'll complain, you'll moan, you'll cry, you'll do all this stuff. But as you do do this stuff, right, here's the real messed up part about it. You're not solving anything. Your ass ain't behind no damn camera. Your ass ain't right there with a script in front of you, editing analyzing, reviewing the damn thing. You're not going to um, distribution with anything. All y'all just sit there and say that nonsense similar like Roger Ebert. It's so easy to be a critic than a creator. That's the whole point. There isn't much legroom at that. I could just go ahead and say, mm, it's not good. And because it's not good, I don't have to have a reason why it's not good. I just say it's not good. Well, it's not a fact. It's an opinion. This is probably one of the most well-put-together productions ever made, but you came along, and you probably weren't even watching it. You were looking at your phone, or you were looking at Twitter, or you were doing any of this other stuff, and you said that it was bad because you didn't see no parts of it that were interesting to you. That was the problem. That can happen at any point. Any monster movie can be like that if you don't see any monster. You know? Think about it. It's just its so sad. Just like with Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why people hold Rotten Tomatoes to a high regard. Because it's not. That whole thing's been bugged for like, let's see, how many MCU movies? I want to say it's been bugged since, um, what, Iron Man 2? I want to say, yeah. Those reviews don't mean anything. See, the thing is, is that these, these fools make so much money and they're not even trying anymore because they know you'll complain about it. And because you complain about it, it makes the movie have infamy. And, you know, they realize they can make a lot more money off of infamy than they could off of a movie that's famous. If it's a win, okay, great. But guess what? If it sucks and people went to go see it, did the movie really fail, though? It's little things like that. 
That's why sometimes I hate the industry. You know? And like a lot of us independent creators, if we got out of our own way, we could give Hollywood something to fear. Yeah. Or any of these folks, uh, celebrities out here, these e-celebs and stuff. You know, you see them, they go make a movie and the movie sucks. Because there's no real substance to it. Or they have all these extra subplots to them. Or they had that one joke in there they were passionate about. And thinking that it was going to be iconic. Yeah, it was going to be iconically cringe. And very horrible. And why you should not do it in the first place. People forget. you you got to have building blocks here for this stuff. And people also forget, like, you know, not everybody will like your stuff. So we carry on and we do the best we can anyway. Like the angry video game game nerd movie i remember that i was like so what the hell is going on now the man had like different plots in there you can have a subplot but you just shouldn't have your subplot take up all of the film put it that way it's oh god (laughs) where to go from here but that's why like people look at me and say jay can you do better hell yeah i can that's why i have this company that's why i have all this stuff just to prove to you I can do better. And not only that, go out go out swinging and come home winning. And that's going to be the beauty of things. Whether I'm working with certain people or whether I'm not working with certain people. Do you understand what I'm saying? I put too much in on this to quit now, and I'm not quitting. And the thing is, is that as I do like uh, episode 300 of the J-Man show, I might see some different things after that. Do you understand? But yeah, like, if anything, I can clearly say that the irony of the world has gotten to a head, and it's just wiggling around waiting to pop. It's like a big-ass zit or a boil at this point, because there's just too much fuckery in the world. And I just hope that we can get better, or we get to the point where we can lance this thing, you know, and there could still be some faith in humanity, there could still be some faith in the arts and all that stuff that we step on and we can get out of our own way with our egos, or we could actually do like a lot better. And we can, but you're gonna have to get beat down first. You know what I'm saying? Not to the point where you're abused, but to the point where you learn something. And the point where you see like, hey, you know what? We're going about this wrong. You see what I'm saying? Now we can fix this. But hey. I don't know. Maybe maybe I leave it up to you on that regard. Let's see. Did I uh, cover everything on the base? Well, if I didn't cover everything, because I've been away for a while. Let's just be honest. But I'm just taking a look at my notes right now on a few things. (laughs) Wait. These aren't J-Man notes. These are power play notes. What the hell? (laughs) There's too many shows in this company, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just playing around. I, I don't get confused like that. But, you know, as per usual, like I will say this. It's good to be back. It's good to be taking things up from center stage. Once again, I don't know if any of this crazy stuff in this world is ever going to stop. It probably won't. But at least then we can make this life livable. At least then I can tell you that Scott Adams is wrong about stuff. I, at least I can tell you that like a lot of these people's views on datings and relationships, if they're not willing to give you the time of the day, but you're still bringing home money, you're still living, going for great things in your in your lifetime, and you're looking to be in a billionaire or whatever, why don't go? why don't you go for it? Yeah, you know what I mean? And if this person is not contributing anything, throw the sorry asses out. Leave them at the restaurant like I did. Or you know what? Better, leave them with the check. Make sure you ate the most expensive thing on the menu. Talking to how to do what you gotta do. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so don't ever forget that, okay? But all in all, though, I gotta... 
get on out of here though. I will. I really want to say this. This is just a sign of what's to come because I got more stuff ready for you guys. We're on the road to 300, baby, and it's about to get to that moment, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. But it's good to be back once again, and I want you all to take care of yourselves, and we will catch up again soon. All right. This is J-Man signing off. Peace.